0: back to the Elevated Man podcast. My name is Richard Hartness and delighted to be here today with Phil.
1: Hey, I'm Phil and How's it going?
0: You alright, Rich? Yeah, good mate, good. We thought we'd uh, talk today on the subject about communicating without expectation.
1: Mm. You said this as a, as a um, you suggested this as a topic and I thought, ooh, that's interesting. There's a lot in that. So, Rich, tell me a little bit about communication without expectation.
0: I think this is one of the areas where we can become a little bit un, uh, stuck at times uh, in, a, in in like in, in the way that we think about things because often we see we can see the purpose of communicating uh, is it, that it has to have some influence on people. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this so that you do you know, this, or I'm going to tell you this and you're going to tell me this in return. Like, there's like a an expectation of it. And sometimes if, I don't know what you think, but I've certainly come across times where guys have been, um, have stopped communicating because they feel like they're not going to get what they want back in return. So they just stop doing it.
1: Interesting. Do, do you have any examples of that, Rich? Is there any examples of someone who who maybe put out some communication, expecting something and, and stopped getting what they want?
0: Yeah, so I've I've worked with a with a client in the past who um basically cut off any communication with their partner around the, the topic of business mm. um because they were just trying to share from the point of view of wanting a little bit of support and you know kind of keeping the communication channels open um but it always turned into her trying to tell him what to do and um you know arguments and things like that you know and not and her not being supportive actually, so in the end, mm. he just stopped communicating with her entirely about about that part of his life,
1: yeah. I get that I, I, I do, and I, I definitely think there has been um, there has been moments where certain topics in relationships I've had in relationships and the guys that I've worked with have had where there are just certain things that um, you felt like you couldn't communicate about, right? You couldn't talk mm. about. Um, I know that that um, finances was certainly one for me, where I. I never wanted I never felt comfortable talking about it. I don't really know why. Um but but it really was a, like a, a a a fused topic. It, it like it, the, you, you always felt like you were light and a fuse and and everything would just get like heightened in intensity around it. And yeah, I I think that I don't know what I wanted from it, but what, whatever I got is not what I wanted. Anytime, so so that that for a long time for me was something I just I wouldn't bring up. Uh, so so what, what? How would you say? What's the best way to kind of approach that? That you know, is it, is, it, is it avoiding the topic altogether, or is there a way you would go about addressing it?
0: So the way that i kind of look at it now is that this is this is my take on how i i sort of view a lot of communication things is if i've talked something through to the nth degree already and it Hmm. hasn't got me anywhere um or it hasn't led to anything positive for either of us then my my take on that is i will just move on past that subject unless i have something new to you know suggest or contribute or a different perspective now than what I had say a year ago when I might have been talking about it because that's the thing is certainly if you're being coached your perspective and your view of the world will shift over time um, mm-hmm. and you might have some new things become available to you that you didn't have before that brings something new yes. to the table of the conversation but if you kind of know in yourself that actually this is, this is the same thing we're just going around in the same loop then i tend to just leave that alone because i don't think it adds any any Mm -hmm. value to just beating beating the dead horse kind of thing um but but if but if the purpose of sharing is just purely to let your partner know what it is that's bothering you so let's say for example in your case it was finance Mm -hmm.
1: um
0: you could literally just you know my take would be to you know to literally go along the lines of like it's just this it's just what we've discussed before about finance and that's all you need to to kind of say so then they know what's bothering you, but you don't mm. have to kind of get yourself knee deep in uh hot waters again sort of thing it's yeah. it's kind of just letting them know what's what's bothering you rather than a completely cold front
1: yeah yeah absolutely um I, I, I approached it a different way. Do you mind if I share, share what I kind of, of came up with? I went the other way and decided to get more than knee deep in it, um, <sighs> as, as I'm one to do. And I instead changed the conversation to not about finance, but why is it that we struggle to, to communicate well with finance? Mm. And, and we, instead of, instead of, not addressing it, we went even more not not more into it, but but um, we talked about why it was a hot button topic and those things from our past and and things like that. That really um, that made it a loaded thing for us. And we we talked about why that is, and we 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 set some kind of like safety rules for right when we talk about this topic. Let's be mindful of that. The other person's coming from this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we really opened up, and and I think sometimes talking about why you can't talk about it can can sometimes open that up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I I sometimes think my my instinct would have been to, right, well I'm never going to talk about this until it comes up again, and then we will talk about it again, and then it'll go the same way again, but I wanted to address why was it we actually why, yeah, I wanted to talk about why we can't talk about it. Does that make sense?
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I why actually we're on there? the same page without realising it because my definition of having talked everything through to the nth degree would include yeah. why can't we discuss this? That would be part of yes. my definition of we've talked everything through to the nth degree. So, yeah, but that's a very good point as, you know, it, it does help to clarify why certain subjects seem to um you know a phrase that i i have got in my head about these things like trigger you know it's a trigger it's a trigger type conversation between the two of you or uh certain yeah. words trigger you both in discussion so why is that for certain areas
1: i think rich on, on like a wider topic you know maybe this isn't maybe this isn't for today but to kind of touch on it there, there are those difficult conversations that we have to have sometimes right and and I think sometimes we can think, oh, you either just do it or you don't, and you just throw yourself into it or you don't. And I think rarely do we step back and look at, well, why is this a difficult conversation? Why is it really? Mm. Let's talk about why I'm finding it so difficult. And that that was really the the inroads that my wife and I had was the was the why do we find this so difficult? And and you know sometimes you can you can still engage in the that com- difficult conversation, but from a different uh, angle of looking at it, what what is making this difficult? Why are we finding this so difficult? Mm-hmm. And I think that can sometimes clear the path for that conversation to flow a little bit better and for you to get a result. Um, that's maybe probably a bit more, more work, like what you're looking for.
0: Yeah, I suppose... I suppose where, where, what I'm thinking with that one is it depends where you're coming from. If you're coming from a place of, do I want to understand what's going on here for me and my mm-hmm. partner? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you should have some success with that. But if you're coming from a, a place of like, I'm going to get this outcome from this discussion or you're mm-hmm. going to agree with me or, you know, et cetera, then you're not going to get what you want from it because the best that the 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 best you can hope for is you know well not the best you can hope for i suppose but what you should hopefully be coming into a conversation like that with ideally is to gain an an understanding of what's going on between the two of you and your and your partner Mm -hmm. rather than like i'm going to have this outcome at the end of all this thank you very much I think you're going to struggle. Mm. You're going to struggle a lot if that's the, the 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 mindset you're going into that discussion with.
1: Yeah, I, I guess it's it's a bit like, like just <clears throat> like um, maybe playing a game that and and you know if you if you thought of this conversation, I don't know why I've done this. So I'm going down this metaphor route anyway but it's like you're about to play this game and all you're really doing is better understanding the rules or or better understanding all of the the kind of things you can use within it and Mm -hmm. not necessarily, it's not going to help you win it and you're not going to get necessarily what you want at the end, but you've just got a better understanding of the setup, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So you know where you're coming from and why you find these things difficult and you know where she's coming from and why maybe she's finding these things difficult. And now you can have that conversation with all the cards on the table well, you're absolutely right. It's not. It, it's not. You can't go into it thinking, right? Well, if we have that conversation, then it's going to go exactly the way I want because you can never fully affect what someone says, thinks, or does. Um, mm. You just can't. So, yeah, I guess, I guess that would be my my thing on that. I don't know if that analogy worked great, but I, I know what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I, I don't get what you're saying. I think sometimes it's just remembering that communication, in of itself, has its own purpose doesn't it you know it doesn't have to mm. have an outcome attached to it sometimes in a healthy relationship it's just good to communicate what's going on
1: yeah i i, I think you can't really put a price on on the value of being heard mm. right and and i think especially as guys that we've got this this fix it mentality haven't we and when someone tells us a problem with well, it's our instinct is to be like, oh, this is how you fix it. This is how you do that. This is how you fix This is my idea. This is how you fix it. And quite often people don't want things to be fixed. They just want to be heard. They want their problem to be heard. They want to be listened to. They want to be empathized with. They want to be validated. And when you go in fixing things, there's almost a, a kind of unsaid message of, well, Either you can't do this on your own, so here's my, this. This is how you actually fix it, or you know, I, I don't really care how you feel. This is just how you so deal with it. And I think as guys, we we get into that situation a lot. And I think there's, you know, I can certainly think of times, and I know a lot of my clients and, and guys we work with can think of times of where they try to help fix. You know, the wife's maybe told them a problem, and they've offered a solution, and it's been met unpleasantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my experience that's just because women don't want to be something that you fix. They just mm-hmm. want to be heard. They want to communicate they want to connect. Um, yeah. And I, I guess that just kind of falls into that, that kind of detaching from the having to be a, a purpose for the communication, just being heard, being understood a little bit rather than fix, 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 fix.
0: Yeah. I wonder if you, like I say, sometimes that when you, it's important for them to be heard, but it's also important for you to be heard as well as a man, you know, and for you to make clear what it is that's bothering you, rather than the. There's a time and a place for the silent stoic type, I think, but mm-hmm. you know, if your part, if your partner repeatedly, repeatedly asking you, "What's up? What's up? What's up?" Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you maybe need to, listen and just try and find a way to get across some, even if it's just some part of what's bothering you, try and let some of that, let some of that out.
1: Hmm. No, I agree. I agree. The, the, I've got this, I've got this mate, I'll share this story with you you. If you don't mind, I've got this mate and I went away with him at the weekend and I say it to my wife. I can't really, I couldn't really explain why. But communication with him felt different from either other mates. So I don't quite I don't quite know why. <laughs> and when we were talking about it, it's because he like properly listened to, to what I was talking about and and asked questions and, and took an interest but without throwing his opinion in, you know, throwing mm. no no, not throwing his opinion, but both like trying to tell me what to do about yeah. it. Yeah. Um which a lot more of my other mates do. It's like, Oh, you know, how's work? Oh yeah, it's fine. This is going on. Oh well, this is what you should do with that. Have you tried doing this and this and this? Whereas my my other mate was just asking, you know, what's that like? Well, you know, what the what's it like working with that? What's and then you know, just just kind of going on like that. And I really felt like listened to, and it felt weird in a way, you know, outside of our conversations. I'd I'd, and um, and other things. I don't really have a lot of guy friends that properly listen. Um, So yeah, like you can't. I I don't think you can put a, a Uh, Value on having that space for someone to listen. Yeah, it's a big thing.
0: Kind of takes you off guard, doesn't it? Sometimes when you have those uh, higher-level conversations with with another guy. Hmm.
1: Yeah, because you get you so especially with like like when you just consider a a mate, it's 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 so it's so rare. Right, it's so rare to have that thing. I know that's that's something that you and I wanted to to create with the with the project, but it's it's you guys don't have that space, do they? You know, for the most part, mm-hmm. don't have that that real. I can have a level three conversation here. Uh, space, um, yeah, and it, it just really hit me this weekend. So that was nice.
0: Good. It's good that you yeah. had that. Yeah. 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 It was. I enjoyed it. Mate. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think this? we sometimes get into that. I'm trying to think now. I was going to say, do we do? Do we sometimes do it more with strangers? But then, I suppose equally we might be very guarded with strangers. It's kind of like a dichotomy. So one of the things I tell you why this is called cool. one of the things in, in my mind is one of the things that's been happening for me recently is I've been travelling a lot, um, and. Mm-hmm. When you're traveling a lot you meet people who are strangers but you're never sure. going to see them again and i think there's a lovely vulnerability and honesty that comes with talking to people in that particular situation mm-hmm. um and that's why i was just thinking that to myself. you know like i met a number of men along the way who were you know quite sort of uh open and genuine about what was going on you know mm. during their travels and stuff like that um Uh, And I just think, "Mm, would you have had that conversation with me if we, you know, under normal circumstances? I think that there's something about the the transient nature of of those interactions that allows that to happen.
1: Well, that's it, isn't it? It's it's When you've got friends or a partner or or whoever you were in a conversation, there comes the history attached with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't come from a completely objective, neutral place normally because you've not likely got years and, years and years and years and years and years of history. Um, and that's formed the idea of who that person is to you. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, um, and th- 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 that is really important. Like, like I, I've asked this question before, but like, who is. A person. So like if you took a neighbour in my street, if, if for some reason they had I don't know not said hello or they were rude to me in some way, to me that person is a rude uh like arrogant person, but because they've been nice to everyone else in the street, everyone else thinks they're really lovely. What what is that person? Is is he the rude and arrogant person, or is he the, the lovely person? You know, people are what we make them based on their history. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, it's not necessarily an accurate reflection of that. So my point being, when you meet a stranger, you've got none of that. You've just yeah. got that that open openness, that freedom, that that detachment, almost, which yeah, is a shame, nice. cause I think. It, uh, I, yeah it is it's, it's nice it's very freeing in one sense but then it's uh, could you get more out of having this kind of relationship with someone you've got you're closer to I suppose yeah mm. it's an interesting one you know because it, it, it is you know they call it building a relationship so is it something that's just going to be built over time I don't know
0: Trying to come Did up with a it, similar yeah. analogy about repointing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know that—that that, that, I think that's a good one. I think that's you've got to we, um, build it. And occasionally, it. you've
0: got to keep on repointing it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I had a leave that there for today. What's that, Should we leave that there for today? I think that, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We can sorry, uh, bring bring that one to a close.
1: Cool. All right everyone. Um take care um and you know enjoy communication and whatnot and um we'll see you again soon.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.